everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? As usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming, however you're taking my podcast. I don't know. I don't care, but thank you. Uh, if you haven't, tell somebody about the podcast. Tell your friend, enemy, co-worker. Tell somebody about my podcast. There we go. I think there we go. That's better. I had too much light on me. Now it's a little too dark. What the fuck? Like, like it really matters. There we go. Like there are people actually like, you know, what? he's a little overexposed. No one cares, Chris. Nobody gives a fuck. Um, man. It's been a uh, busy couple of weeks. Um, I guess I'll jump right in with my milestone. Uh, For those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name was Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. Uh, but uh, Miles just got back a few days ago from Rochester. He was on uh, spring break. He went up there and spent time with my mom and my my father, my my family. Uh, he enjoys going up there. He had a good time. He got to run around, play with his cousins, do what he wants to do. And um, we got to spend some uh, quality time together, my wife and I. So, um yeah, he had a, he had a great time, but uh, I gotta give my mom a shout out, man. She's uh, no longer she's not a spring chicken anymore, and for her to fly around the country just to drop my son off uh, really means a lot to me to him, and I know it means a lot to her uh, having him there. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting time without him, man. You know, it's just uh, it's just weird not having him in the house. So it's so quiet, you know, and uh, you don't realize how much free time you have um, when you have when you when you have kids. Like when they when they go away for a little bit, you don't realize how much free time you have. Uh, man, this this light is really pissing me off. I don't know why. Right, I'll leave it alone. Leave it alone. No one cares, Chris. That's what I have to tell myself. No one gives a shit. No one cares about that light. Uh, but we had a good time. Um, my wife and I, I think I might've mentioned this, but my, I th- actually, I did mention it. I was going to say how my wife and I went out to eat with another couple. Um, yeah, I actually really, really enjoyed that. Uh, hopefully we can continue to do that in, in, in the future, but <clears throat> we missed them. We're, we're glad to have him back. He's, he's happy to be home. Um, school's going well, you know, he's been going back for the last couple of days now and we're, we're back into the swing of things. You know, it took about it took a day, but we're back, and um, I can't believe, man, he's almost done with fourth grade, and next year will be his last year of, of elementary school. I mean, we're we're close to having a middle schooler here. It's it's pretty it's pretty wild, um, man. Just it just time just doesn't doesn't stop. You know, there's so little, and next thing you know, man, he's almost as tall as my wife. Um, just man, almost ten. This is it's pretty wild, man. It's it's, uh, it's gone by so quickly, but at the same time, it's felt like a long time. If that makes sense, you know. We're just thinking back to like all those days of like, man, I can't wait till he starts doing this, starts doing that, and and here we are. Here we are. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I had to adjust my headphones. Um. What did I do? Thursday, my wife went to Vegas on last Thursday. 
And uh, I got the house to myself, which is very, very rare. And you know what? I just sat back and enjoyed it. I got up early. I went to the store. I bought two options for dinner. And I, I can't lie, man. I came home and I just I chilled. I watched some TV. I caught up on some shit. Let me say this. I hadn't even planned on talking about this, but I was a huge Walking Dead fan. And I want to say I stopped around season nine. It just started to get so long and drawn out. I want to say season eight, I was even like, okay, man, we just got to wrap this up. But uh, I'm trying to watch season nine, and it's just I can't. They, I, I love that show. I think that could have went down as one of the best shows. Um, maybe not the best show of all. It's one of the best shows of all time. But I, I would say it, it could be up there with one of the best. But it, it just they drug they drug it out for so long. It, it's just it's hard for me to watch it now. It's it's very very hard to watch. Uh, it's just so slow, and I, I feel so bad because I spent so many years of my life just being enthralled with Walking Dead, man, and just to see what it's become. Uh, I, I see that they are ending ending it. Thank God. But uh, that show went on for way too long, way too long. The the spinoffs that they came out with, they waited way too long for those. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, man, it's just it's sad to see. At least in my opinion, a franchise that was so great just plummet. And I, you know what? I could be completely wrong. I could, just, I could be so far out of the loop. I don't realize how big of a show it is. But you know what? I don't really. It's never really, it's never really trending. Uh, I never really, I don't see anything on social media about it. So I think it's just become just another show. It just, it, 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 it went on for way too long. I mean, a show like that for what ten seasons is ridiculous. I mean, even seven seasons was too much, man. They they should have moved that show along uh, a lot faster. Uh, they just got caught up in these like. Uh, slow moving tropes and shit I, I i don't know what it was man you know what i feel like they got cocky they got cocky and it fell off they got rid of rick a while back and i don't know anyway i digress so i spent uh yeah i spent wednesday that thursday uh trying to watch walking dead didn't really happen for me man i i'm I, i'm trying to get through it i put in so much time i want to finish it but it's really really hard but um I enjoyed the house to myself. I had a great time. I just I just chilled. I smoked a couple of J's and I just relaxed. And there were a few times I had to tell myself, like, hey, Chris, stop looking at your watch. He's in Rochester. Your wife is on her way to Vegas. You have nowhere to be. You have nothing to do. This is your time. Just sit back, relax, and just do what you want to do for the day. And I had to tell myself that several times. I, I just kept worrying about, do I got to pick him up? I got to make dinner. No, man, it's just you. You have nowhere to be. Again, nothing to do. Just sit back, relax, chill, play your music loud, watch your TV shows, watch some sports, and just relax. And um, I I really enjoyed myself. My man Ray came over that night. We watched Goodfellas. We chopped it up. I got to learn a lot more about him. Uh, so I, I, it was it was a good day, man. I got to spend... Most of the day by myself, and I got to spend some time with a good friend, and we got to really know each other a lot more. So it was a good day, great day. Watch Goodfellas. You can never go wrong with Goodfellas, man. 
Never. Um, so last week, I, I think I told you guys, I went to D.C. to try to record a, a tape for, to submit for a festival. And I used my lapel mic and I fucked it up both times. One no sound, the other one scratchy, distorted sound. And I was like, I got to get back up to D.C. So I noticed that Big J Okerson was going to be in town. I thought it was actually going to be opening for him that weekend, this past weekend. But things happened. I was not. Somebody else was. But I asked Antoine if it was cool if I came up to record, um, try to get a, a, a tape to submit for Just for Laughs. And he was like, absolutely, no problem. Didn't have any issues asking because I worked with Jay before. Super cool. And I didn't think he would mind. So I went up there Friday. And um, I'm trying to, did I do a spot before? I don't think I did a spot before on Friday. No, I did. I only did one spot on Friday. Um, no, I did. I did hotbed. I'm sorry. I did hotbed first on Friday. Did I do hotbed? I, I ran around so much. I can't even remember. Maybe I did. I can't remember. Either way, go to the DC Improv. Louis J. Gomez is featuring Josie. Um, I can't remember her last name. I'm, I'm going to fuck it up. But she is a Baltimore comic now living in Philly. She was emceeing and Big J's there and uh, had a good time, man. Uh, it's always fun hang, hanging out with Jay. Uh, That's my first time really hanging out with Louis. And I have to tell you what, he's not as wild as people make him out to be. But there was an incident. Uh, I will get into that. <laughs> but um, so I go up, I do my set, and I have a hot set. I'm excited. I open with something that I never really opened with before, but it's a quick, you know, it's a quick joke. You get a nice, get, good laugh. It gave me the confidence I needed. I made sure I took my time. I was very um, conscious of what I was doing. I was very deliberate in the jokes that I, that I picked. I took my time. Uh, I got a really, really good tape. I was proud of it. I sent it to my buddy Ian, who who recommended me. He was like, hey, man, this looks good. And uh, we sent it off to JFL. And uh, honestly, I feel like this is my year. If it's not, it's not. But I feel like it is. I'm, I'm proud of the tape that I sent in. I think it represents me well. And I'm excited. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I think this might be it, folks. I think this might be the tape. So shout out to Antoine and to Big J for allowing me to do that. But I really feel good about that tape, and I, I think that might be it. Um, and, uh, oh, so my buddy Jermaine from high school was also in town. Again, he thought I was going to be open for, for Big J. He was like, hey, I'm going to come down from Pittsburgh and hang out. Oh, you know what? I skipped a part. So at that uh, the late show where I did my guest spot to get the tape, I was able to get my, my boys uh, Jermaine and uh, Horse into the club and i gotta say that's always a fun thing that's always a fun moment all right especially in, in, in the business that i'm in when you can get your friends into the club i mean the dc improv is it's a, it's a place to be in, in, in town it's a packed packed show lying out the door you know big j is very popular and i was able to text my friend like hey man i got you i came out and got him it just feels it's a it's a nice power move when you can walk from inside the showroom against the traffic of the line and bring people in and everybody's looking like who the fuck are these people what are they doing why do they get to skip the line so i got up some seats in the back uh it just it was just a cool moment man and uh also having my buddy there that I, i've known ever since i was 14 um also another really really good feeling man it, it's just 
I feel like I owe those guys a lot, you know, because I, I feel like they helped me find my funny as a teenager. And it, it, we had this great moment of like um, something happened. <laughs> something happened. Like there was an, okay. I, I, there was this really good looking couple, black dude. And I don't know if his girlfriend or wife or whatever was, if she was um, biracial or something, but she was a very attractive lady. He was good looking. And uh, so me and Jermaine are standing in the back of the showroom. They're, they're walking out um, the show and uh, she walks by and he walks by and he stops. He goes, Hey man, you did a really good job up there, man. Or good job, man. You did great or something like that. I think it was, you did great. And then, um, <laughs> I was like, hey, I appreciate it. And I look back at him. I go, you did great, too. And me and, me and my buddy just start fucking laughing. And, man, it's just, it was just so much fun, man, to be cracking up like that in the back of the club. And I was like, can you believe this shit? I was like, we, was, we used to do this in ninth grade. We were 13, 14, laughing in the back of class, getting kicked out, saying we need to take this shit seriously. And here we are 20-plus years later in the back of the comedy club. You got to see me do a set. And uh, we're doing the same shit we were doing 25 years ago. But here I am doing it professionally, you know. So uh, that was a fun kind of full circle kind of moment, man. Um, that um, that Saturday, I did. Um, that Saturday, I uh, let me let me back up a little bit. So I'm staying at my buddy Alex's house in Mount Pleasant. It's a beautiful morning in D.C. It's, it's a little crisp. So I got on some joggers and a hoodie, and I, I got an orange juice. I'm walking around, taking in the morning air, and uh, there's farmer's markets around. It's, you know, all these white liberal women, you know, uh, they're asking for, you know, donations for their compost group, and they're, uh, what the fuck? This is, I got to say, <laughs> it's... I feel bad, man. But just watching all these white liberal people in these towns with their farmers markets and all that, it's just so fucking annoying. It really is. You walk around these nice neighborhoods in, in DC and you just you just see these fucking button up white guys with their sweaters, their turtle turtle shell glasses, their wine, their fucking kids, their bony wife, and they're sitting around playing cornhole. They got 19 Black Lives Matter uh, posters in their yard. And not one black friend. They're just sitting around just fucking patting themselves on the back. And it's just like, y'all don't give a fuck about black people, man. <laughs> just seeing what they do in their neighborhoods in, in, in the afternoons. and in the, Y'all don't give a fuck about black people. You got your fucking farmer's markets in your neighborhoods. You're not going anywhere. Who are you really fucking helping? And if you're some conservative person, don't start fucking clapping your hands because you're a piece of shit too, you know? But the thing is, you just don't pretend to give a fuck. Um, man, so I'm walking around this neighborhood, just, just, just enjoying the morning, and uh, I got some new Yeezys. I got the Wave Wave Runner, uh, Wave Runner, Wave Runner 700s, the uh, the original, uh, original colorway. I've been wanting those ever since they came out. I want to say four or five years now. I want Maybe four. I finally got them. I'm super excited. I really like them. They're very comfortable. And um, so I'm walking around Mount Pleasant and stuff. And I've been very conscious of like not to fuck them up because I did pay a nice chunk of change for them. I want to treat them well, keep them looking good for as long as I can. But I really, really like these shoes. 
These may be my favorite pair of sneakers I've ever gotten. I really like these. So walking around, just, just enjoying myself, listening to music, just relaxing. And I go to the store, buy orange juice, walk around, and I I take a couple sips, put the cap on. I put it in the in the uh, the little hand thing in the front of my hoodie, right? So I'm walking around. I'm, I'm texting people back, you know, just looking at news stories on Twitter and stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why the fuck does my leg feel wet? What is going on? And I look down. I'm like, where is this? Is it starting to rain or something? Is it a puddle? And I look at my hoodie. And the bottom of my hoodie is completely drenched. And I'm like, what is going on? And I reach in there. The top the top of my orange juice came off. So I have this bottle of orange juice, just wide open, sloshing around the front of my hoodie, down my joggers, onto my brand new fucking Yeezys. So I've been so careful, not want people to step on them. I mean, I'm in comedy clubs. You know, I went to, uh, I'm, I'm just being so con- conscious of what's going on that I fuck myself. I'm so worried about everybody else. I end up fucking myself. I was so pissed off, so mad. I had to turn around, go back to my buddy's house and clean my shit up. But luckily, luckily, it wasn't too bad. Luckily, most of the stuff spilled on the tongue and on the inside of the shoe, or the inside of the shoe. Not the inside, inside, but the inside uh, part of the shoe. The in, yeah, not not where the foot goes, but the inner part of the shoe. So thank God, uh, it could have been way worse. That that really pissed me off. That really fucking set my Saturday on fire. That I I don't even I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. I was so fucking pissed off. I was being so careful because I hate when I do that shit. I was so worried about everybody else fucking my shoes up that it ended up just being me. And I realized, too, when I was walking around, I was like, why are people staring at me? And that's what it was. I was just spilling juice. And no one said anything. Black Lives Matter? Really? Y'all know how we care about our fucking sneakers? You didn't go, hey, man, maybe your shit. But they were probably like, oh, no, that's probably a new black trend, uh, pouring juice. They probably thought I pissed myself or something. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Now that I think about it, they probably thought I pissed myself. I'm just walking around, pissing myself. Ah, so pissed off, man. I didn't even think about the piss part until right now. They probably thought I pissed myself. And no one said anything. But... So that's how my Saturday started. Um, Saturday, that night I did uh, Hot Bad Comedy, which is a, a Sean Joyce's new comedy club. I absolutely love it. My buddy Jermaine and his boys came out to that show. That was a lot of fun. Uh, they were going to go to this place called Bu- uh, Public Bar Live in DuPont Circle after the show. But Big J asked me if I wanted to come back and do another guest spot. And I was like, absolutely. So after I go over to Hot Bed, I have a set over there. I run over to... Uh, the DC Improv, do a set over there. Uh, another great set, fun night with Lewis and Big J. Um, after that's done, I head over to Public Bar Live and I hang out with my buddies. And I haven't been out to a club in a long time. This is a club, a club. 
I have not been to a club in years, and I do not miss clubs. I get there, and I'm like, hey, there's a guy at the front door. He's got the earpiece, and I hate this. I hate this. This is what I hate about clubs. The earpieces, the fucking stand right here. Give me a minute. Okay, let's go. It's like it's not that serious, man. It's it's really not. But it, I guess it, it really annoys me because for years I had a security clearance and like I had access to literally top secret shit. I worked in top secret facilities and it's just like we don't even act like this. And this is like the matter. This is national security. It's just like you're taking me to a table to eat chicken wings and you're acting like, uh, I don't know, that we're at fucking Raytheon and you don't want me to see some weird top secret bomb that's your fucking building it's just like no it's fucking chicken wings man that's it so i get there i'm like hey i'm with this party they got a table hold on they got a call the the uh the hostess chick that's at our table she can't hear the guy downstairs he can't hear they're yelling at each other over the earpieces she has to come downstairs and by the way this club has about fucking nine million stairs it's like one of those goddamn temples you see in south america Uh, machu picchu I don't want to fucking go to Machu Picchu to eat chicken wings. Fucking get in the elevator. I'm an old piece of shit. So they finally come down and get me. And I, I'm going up the stairs. We get to the first landing. This drunk dude steps all over my fucking sneakers. So mad. I mean, he got a good chunk of the toe of my Yeezy. I, I, I pushed this dude, man. I was so mad. And we stared at each other for a while, and we just walked away. But I was I was legit pissed off. I had the orange juice earlier, and then this drunk motherfucker walking down the stairs. I'm on my side of the stairwell, holding the railing. He's coming down drunk. He makes, I mean, the drunk dude step. He steps clearly over to my side of the stairwell and steps on my shit. So I push this motherfucker. Now, I get it. People step on your shit at the club. I understand that. If you don't want people stepping, don't. I, I, I totally understand that. Now, if it's a dance floor, that's one thing. But if we're, on, if we're on the stairs, you have your side, I have my side. There's no reason why our bodies should even collide on the stairwell. That's why I was pissed. That's why I pushed them. So I finally get upstairs and they got a nice little nice little table and they got a big ass platter, chicken wings, fucking tenders, fries, mozzarella sticks, sauces, uh, drinks, all that stuff. I don't belong in a club anymore. It was it was so funny because the table next to us was like a bunch of these older Japanese dudes or Asian guys. I think they might have they they look Japanese. They seem more Japanese, they seem Japanese because Japanese people are fucking cool as fuck. So it's like these older Japanese dudes. I, look, I'm 42. I know I'm too old to be in the club, but these dudes have to be late 40s, early 50s. He's got the big black Chris Jenner glasses on. He's walking around with a bottle of Grey Goose. He's got a Supreme hoodie on, and he keeps coming over to the table trying to talk to my friends, and he's super annoying. And I was like, I don't want to be this guy where, like, you're at this young college bar in D.C. You're, like, 50 years old. You're, you're trying to hang out with young girls. And he he finally caught him a little crew of uh, three chicks that came over to his table. And it's just so funny to watch these young ladies like you could just see the look on their face like, oh, my God, we're we're in we're in a section. We're getting free drinks. I'm like, they're so happy to be eating free chicken wing, wings right now. It's just like 
but I, I but I get it. When you're in your twenties, all this shit looks cool. You know, you want to be exclusive, but I'm not trying to be exclusive. I'm not trying to be cool. It's just you get to a certain age, it's like I'm not standing up. This is too loud. But we had a good time. We watched uh, we watched the UFC fights. Um, I didn't stay for the main event. It was just too late. I was gonna take an Uber home. It was fucking thirty dollars. I'm poor. I ended up walking back to my buddy's house two miles at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, but um, it was a good weekend. I got to see my friend uh, from high school. I got to have some good sets. I got to hang out with some dope comics. Um, I got to spend some time from, to myself. My wife got to do something uh, with her friend out in Vegas. My son was in Rochester. It was a, it was a, it was a fun week. It was a great weekend. Uh, fun, like I said, fun sets. And uh, there's a show. That's a show. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm doing the Lincoln Theater this weekend. Thousand Cedars. I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm I'm super happy. Very thankful. And I'm also working with Mark tomorrow at the Southern. Two shows, 7 and 9.30. I believe both shows are sold out this time. And tonight we are doing comedy and conversations at the Southern with my whole crew from the Barber's Den. So we got. Uh, it's going to be a busy week. And uh, you guys have a good one. I'm out. Peace.